Hello and welcome to Internet Cafe International Podcast. This is where we come, we hang. It's an international conglomerate of great ideas and discussions. This is season five, episode 20. As, We're just about to wrap up our fifth season here. As Jay-Z once fam- famously said, I don't post no threats on the internet. I just pose a threat. Oh. Yeah, exactly like that. Just like that. That's what the Internet Cafe podcast is about. International. Posing a threat. Yeah, we're currently... International threat. One of us is in Germany. It's 4.20 p.m. Uh, another one is in Ohio. <laughs> we're all connected in a Discord call right now. Yeah. We're going to have some very intriguing discussion. Hey, hey, number one out there, for all you Discord podcasts... You can do a lot better. You know, all right? right now I we're realize, also kind of a Discord I realize podcast. that not everybody has the convenience of getting around a room in a bunch of SM58s and talking about their terrible music opinions, but the very least you could do is not record it straight out of Discord. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I mean, if one thing has been taught to all of us during coronavirus, it is in fact that, you know, there is a lot of improvement that needs to happen in general audio production when it comes to talk radio. It's incredible. I have heard so many, so many podcasts and so forth. Just, they are just shamelessly selling us this zoom call bit crush. Yeah. Compressed yeah. Garbage. Oh, oh, you think because you interviewed Matt Damon that I can listen to your terrible audio for an hour. Yeah. Ask Mike, Matt Damon on the other end to record it on his Literally. iPhone. Literally. Doesn't he have <laughs> no, assistance seriously. for this? Or like, seriously. I don't know, a wife or a tech literate son? Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Hang on. Okay. My thing is literally the iPhone mics are not that They're bad. pretty good. They're pretty good. They're pretty good. Especially like if you're literally just screen capture recording your Discord call, it is bad because you get those, uh, yeah, uh, 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 the little metallic yeah, buzz the metallic ins and bu- out. Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. Yeah, and, and that's why Pocket Cast exists is because finally the the iPhone has a quality enough microphone that you don't want to kill yourself while listening to it. But no, still people absolutely insist on having the worst quality. And and you're right. It's these big name celebrities too. I, know. I Zoom conferenced in yeah. Johnny Depp. No, no, no. Uh. Conan? Conan. <laughs> Johnny Depp can't afford to record his own audio. Conan, this is some business that has not been revisited for far too long. As a matter of fact, the last time I confronted you directly... It, th- th- that's actually been wiped from the internet. But Conan, get your act together. Seriously. You are... In general, you, you for do, more than you, audio. You do talk radio. And if I have to hear one more of your podcast where you, you know, have a beautiful, compressed, perfect microphone with, like, the people that are on What's site with you. and. and uh, so a compressor, what it does actually is it, it turns no, no, no. certain. He took freak- the bait. He took the he bait. Okay, all right, all right. Back, back to back to Conan. Okay, see, he half of his episode it sounds perfect, you know, and but, then but all not fifty percent, and then fifty yeah, percent. He's like, he's like, oh wait, here's Ricky Gervais, and then all of a sudden instantly ricky gervais do you have to record like at a wing stop like in the middle of a busy wing stop like surely like this is on your calendar somewhere i know and you could like at gonna... least go into the wing look, stop bathroom look, we're just a couple of troubled suburban college kids and we have our act together the bar yeah. is so low i know and it's hollywood's fault actually i, I don't care who is on your skype call this is intolerable. This needs to stop. Yeah, yeah. 
That was welcome to the international <laughs> internet cafe podcast. Here we go. Posing threats to the other podcasts in the game. All right, all right. I uh, picked the album this week for album. Of no, the week. you didn't. The album I picked did. itself. It, it, I mean, it did, but it it happened to be on my birthday. So here I am. Did I miss your birthday? No, I'm saying birthday as in... <laughs> well, that just implied that you don't I mean, know his birthday. This is the beginning of the falling apart of friendships in the podcast. At the rate we're going, you get about an album an album selection a year. So this is my um, annual selection. Well, I mean, the fan contributions have dropped off. So if you want to squeeze in a few classics... Hey, hear that, Jameson? We need... I mean, third strike between you and Damon. This needs to happen. Oh, gosh. They're going to start putting <laughs> oh, Katy Perry in there. All right, all right, all right, all right. Uh, only serious. Now, now I don't have to pretend to be negative because I'm just trying to be contrarian. I will have actual bad things to say about those albums. Okay, no, no, no. Do not do this to me right now. We're talking about The Gorillas. Song Machine dropped this week. Uh, Damon Albarn, I have shamelessly said several times, he's my favorite artist. Doesn't make The Gorillas my favorite band because it's kind of hard for me to just like call them a very consistent band. Although, I, I mean, they have spurts of consistency but it's hard for me to even really call it and i'm gonna get strangled by logan for this but i mean they are a band but then it's not a traditional band and so it's hard to identify it's hard to compare them to other groups that have a nuclear set of members wait you you think i care that much about the etymology of the word band so so, i listen to vocaloid Oh, man. Don't get me going. (laughs) Not now. Hey, but if there was a Gorillaz Vocaloid type scenario, (laughs) that would be kind of fun. All right. All right. All right. right, I'm going to call him Dan Harmon. What's his name again? Damon Albarn? Damon Albarn. Dan Harmon. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. All right. All right. So Damon Albarn, though. I love Damon Albarn for this reason specifically. He is a master collaborator. He knows how to bring in people and write a song not for them and not allow them to write a song in his presence. He writes a song with these people. And Song Machine focuses on this idea of bringing somebody in. And he he wrote a set of, I mean, this is the deluxe version. Technically, I didn't even realize, but the album's, the, 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 the nuclear album ends at track 11. Yeah. Momentary yeah. Bliss. Um so the, the the deluxe version is out floating around 17 tracks each with uh, a collaborator no they i mean they did that thing on spotify where they put the deluxe version instead of the main album which kind of annoys me like i yeah I you need to do both or you need to do the less yeah build version. well and here's the thing is gorillas are like they did the super deluxe version of humans they did humans humans deluxe humans super and let's deluxe. be clear yeah. the super deluxe was literally another okay already humans when it came out 2017 i mean now ah uh, man 2020 music releases just bother me because it's an accumulation of singles and then they go well we got 20 singles here's just a, a 25 song album and i'm like i, I oh, mean what the Uzi, that, Drake, that is like all of them what, are doing that now i know all of them kinda, are like here's the album my point and then here's like my, an entire my, another my, album's my, worth of songs my point yeah. being though when humans released in 2017 that was just a massive album that yeah. wasn't the oh, status yeah. quo and yeah. that album was huge and yeah. they had an entire another cd that they tacked onto it which is pretty awesome actually yeah well I liked it. If, if Depending on uh, what you thought of humans. I yeah, like humans, I dude. People who diss on humans, I, I like don't get humans. it. The only reason they don't like it is because Damon Albarn sang on it less as 2D, but 
the the songwriting was right, still right because it was very, about actual humans. It was very gorillas, <laughs> uh, and it was dark toned for for what was going on. Because I mean, that was a political album. That was the last election. That's what it. it the so Damon Albarn traditionally, when he pitches these albums, he brings people in and he gives them one sentence and he says, "Okay, here's our sentence. Now let's write a song together." So for Plastic Beach, he brought people in and he was environmentalism. He was like, well, what he what he did is he said, I was walking along a beach and I grabbed a handful of sand and I thought to myself, what percentage of this handful is plastic? And then he's like, okay, now let's write a song. That's like five sentences. Okay, so (laughs) one sentence. So so no no no. But when they wrote humans, it was it was because at the time that he started writing it. The idea of Donald Trump becoming president was kind of a meme. And so he was like, Donald Trump's president, inauguration night, what what does that apocalyptic dance party look like? And then they wrote songs. That's what Humans is. Mm-hmm. And I think it fits. It's cool. I think it's cool. I like it. But here we are. Song Machine. It's, it's, it's abstracted away from... It's back in cr- traditional Kong Studios cartoony gorillas land. And uh, it just has that energy i i personally i'm i'm just gonna inject that i really like the way this album turned out i think it's some of the coolest gorilla stuff i've heard since plastic beach not putting down humans or the now now though i I like everything they've done but anyway let's hear what you guys think so what dan Harmon's created here Dan Harmon gives them one sentence. Dan Harmon <laughs> gives them one sentence. And I think I think with Song Machine, the one sentence that he gave to them was a uh, write a single. Yeah. Because yeah. this album truly is a collection of singles. For sure. Yep. And I I admit I watched the Anthony Fantano review before I came <laughs> here tonight. Who of us because didn't? I need the uh, melon yeah. to tell me what my opinion on albums is going to be. <laughs> right, right. Unfortunately, right. Melon came through and said this was a fantastic album, a light 9. He even gave it. Mm-hmm. Um, that is and because huge. I am a controversial... But on screen it said strong eight. It did. <laughs> it did, but I, I mean, come on. <laughs> what kind of weak move is it to just like give two scores? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's a Fantano move. He's weak. He, I mean, well, okay. I don't understand that scoring system because first of all, he's already gone back and changed his scores you know on what, stuff though, anyway. Shout out to Fantano. He doesn't do Zoom call podcasting. At the very he least. has a couple times. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Hardly, though. Because, like... Do you remember the Needle Drop podcast? Oh, I remember. Yeah. <laughs> he yeah. did record a podcast with JPEG Mafia, just like his phone in the middle of a oh, venue. Speak of JPEG oh, Mafia, nice. though, what did He's you think of that album. track? I, I refuse to listen past, like, the 11th track. Oh, because I what? Even, even wait, 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 if you, you didn't, even, you didn't even listen to the You're, album? You're pulling a Cody, dude. You didn't even Nobody listen. said I had to listen to Deluxe. Speaking oh, of Cody, right. where, where, where the, the album what? of the week was Song Machine, <laughs> season one, if, Strange if Times. You if this. you had social media, you would see that it said Deluxe for our album of the week. Oh, so Deluxe is the album of the week. Yes. Well, then I'm reviewing a different album. No, it's all right. It's close enough. Uh, I think he's reviewing I a did, different I album. I did listen to the bonus tracks, but only once because I do not consider them to be part of the album <laughs> oh, that if, I was if, reviewing at the time. If he at least listened to them, that's... Okay, you yeah. listened to you them. What, what matters is that you heard them. Yeah, Opium, Earth Gang going nuts on it, MLS with Chai. Chai? I don't know Dude, who yeah. that is. And Peggy... 
didn't really sound like Peggy on that one, but you know that is what it is <laughs> yeah. too. Yeah, it was an interesting track. It was an it was an interesting move for him, but I think I think that track works more than it doesn't too. But the thing that gets me about this album is sometimes it's it just it feels like it's about the way the track list looks on paper. You know what I mean? Like, and you see this with rappers all the time. It's like, oh boy. He just put out an album where there's a feature on every song. Yeah. And as talented and as great as those collaborations can be, I really felt like I was just missing like who the human is beneath all of this, which is why in a rare move for myself, I went and listened to the now now for the first time and actually had a great time with it because it felt like a personal spacey exploration of Dan Harmon's mind. Hey, see, see, that's the thing about Dan Harmon is he understands the balance. He underst- that's not even close. <laughs> Dan, Dan Harmon. <laughs> <laughs> he understands though very well the balance between and that's why people who troll on humans I just I just go why because it is a constant fluctuation of me being a big part of this project yeah. and letting other people be a big part of this project. I don't know. Yeah. I think for me He's always gone back and forth. I but I think for me every single notable gorilla song is a featuring like a song that features somebody else. Like uh, Feel Good Inc. has Kids with Soul. Guns though. That's just him. That one's yeah. I guess that's true. And that's Rhinestone uh, Eyes. Rhinestone Eyes is fire too. Mm-hmm. Okay. By the way, yeah. by the way, we went to the Demon Days Festival. We waited all day. We were front row, dude. When Damon oh, Albarn yeah, was yeah. singing, he was actually spitting on the producer's face. I guess on Melancholy Hills. Yeah. Uh, and, I take that me, back. Never mind. I was thinking of only Demon Days. I yeah, guess. but there let is me, this. Let me be really both. real before Damon gets too into it, though. Right. My first mistake was I listened to this album while I was angry the first time. Oh, boy. When I was uh. angry about having to drop $100 on grocery shopping just because it had been that long since there was food in my house. Yeah, yeah. Right? Mm. And one thing I learned is that you cannot listen to the gorillas angry. Everything will make you mad. Every little production <laughs> trick, every time somebody sings a little too monotone, anytime somebody Elton John kind of oversells it a little too much, and it sounds like you're listening to The Road to El Dorado Part 2, sometimes that can become... And then when it changes genres on you, you're like, pick a sound! The gorillas can really piss you off when you're angry. That, that makes sense. That being said, when today I went back and listened to it in a decent mood it's a it's a pretty dope album it is but I hesitate to call it an album at the same time too I understand because this that is, this is a collection of singles yeah it's a good collection of singles but it is not in any way at least I feel going for the album well okay sensation. so that's where I want to deep dive and I, I do want to let you guys uh, but something to that needs to be part of this conversation is song machine did it work what does it mean to be song machine i've had extensive conversations on this with with my brothers and like for me what it came it comes down to is because they released this as an album right but it is a series of singles and i think the 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 aim was to get the art closer to the release of the music because what's happened in the past Mm. is the song precedes the art and then by the time the the music video comes out people are excited about the video but past the song and so they're trying to create uh, they're trying to bring the art closer to the music again is the way i see it Mm. and so doing one track a month ish gives jamie hewlett an opportunity to be approximately caught up 
with what Damon's doing. Yeah, and I think that's way more adapted to the modern age. I mean, we had that Spotify CEO saying, like, you got to put out an album, like, twice a year, stuff like that. And I think single with a video every month, that's kind of what it takes if you want to be on the most relevant of the relevant right now. And so I don't, I'm not at all faulting them for changing their business strategy. Uh what I am saying is that I I just have a difficult time wrapping my head around this as an album. And I realize there are plenty of bands that are just like, I, we just put the songs that we record on there. We don't care about cohesion and all that. But yeah, ultimately, I mean, ultimately, what I feel like what holds it back from being a strong album experience is the fact that every song is obviously a single. Dan what? Harmon forgot to give a sentence to everybody. Yeah, Dan yeah. Harmon. Dan Harmon. The, se- the sentence I, was right ahead. My thing is, I feel like Dan Harmon did pull a little bit of a switcheroo with Song Machine because yeah. it was like, hey, we're doing this Song Machine thing. And then they did like six and then they're like, just kidding, it's an album. And I don't know, like I'm grateful for the music, but it it's like Song Machine was only Song Machine for like six of the 18 tracks yeah. or whatever. Well, the other problem is... Or however many tracks are. Dan Harmon just so happens to work incredibly fast. He's like the fastest in the game. That guy, I mean, I don't know. Guy, no. Peggy writes like 90 the, tracks he, a year. he just barely went on record so that uh, Song Machine came out last week, the end of last week. Dan Harmon broke the world record for fastest song ever written. <laughs> Johnny Cash. <plus>. <laughs> Better not have written Hurt. I own that. That's mine. That's my song. I wrote that song so Dan fast. Dan Harmon plays a chord and he's like, he's like, I might own this song one day. No, Dan Harmon just had an interview and he not only said that him and Jamie Hewlett signed papers to have a Gorillaz movie officially done, which yeah. has been a rumor forever. Wasn't there going to be a TV show yeah. rumored? Yeah, I remember yeah. that. But he he claims that I'll they... I'll believe it when I see I, it. I agree with you, but he claims that they put ink to paper, yeah. and he also said, I'm already starting on season two, and he was talking about... For the show? No, season two of Song Machine. Oh, I'm like, oh. they and, the first <laughs> season of oh, God. Show. No, oh, and yeah. he was saying, I'm going to... I'm I, I already have a lot of groundwork done for Plastic Beach too. Yeah. Wow. He Plastic said Beach, all of Plastic that too. Yeah. Huh. And is yeah. it going to be called Plastic Beach? Yeah, too? No, no, that was that was. What the, no, <laughs> that's, that's my question. No, 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 yeah, I, I think you it, should never write a sequel project ever. I th- no, I that's think called Plastic no, Beach too. No, no, probably, I, I probably know. part oh, two. But I, like, so what? 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 They actually asked him about that, and he's like, "Dude, I wish at this point we could call it Clean Beach, but it's still a plastic beach, so I'm afraid it's mm. gonna have to be oh, plastic uh-huh. beach too." Good one, Dan Harmon. That's so fun. <laughs> <laughs> ah, the world hasn't done environmentalist things yet. That's so funny. <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's true. It's <laughs> <laughs> so funny how our governments have not remotely mobilized to enforce this type of preservation. Hey, uh, I thought this was a music podcast. <laughs> Maybe. Most of the time. Well, yes, but actually no. All right, well, Damon. no. Damon, we need to hear what you thought. But actually, yes. Um, I definitely agree. This is the best stuff they've put out since Plastic Beach. And uh, I also agree with Logan and... Uh, above Logan, Anthony Fantano, and saying that it's just uh, a bunch of singles, which I actually appreciate. Dude, at least I'm ranking put, on the same you, list. You just put him above Logan. <laughs> no, no, no. no Dude, he, if, like, if there was a top he, 100 list, I don't... 
I'm just that I'm on there. I'm happy. No, I'm just saying I heard it from Anthony Fantano first, and then Logan just repeated what he said. Yeah. Oh, oh but, classic. Yeah, whatever. But <laughs> it's, it's happened before. But, Welcome uh, to the What Anthony Fantano hey, Said podcast. Hey, hey. Jameson actually even dropped a comment. We tried very hard to beat Fantano to this Dan Harmon review session. We almost we did. did. We, we, almost we almost did. did. We almost did. For the record, yep. my thoughts were in line before I saw it. Yeah, I I think I've said it multiple times on this show is I like albums a lot, but I feel like with every album there's going to be the crappy couple of tracks, and I felt like that was less of a problem by being all singles. Like I think there were definitely some weaker songs, like Opium. Uh, I don't know. Wasn't is my that the Earth Gang? Just, just don't the listen to the deluxe it, it version, was, bro. Really yeah, long. Yeah, that's long. that's why I didn't listen to the deluxe version. By the way, Yo, it's because I'm protesting this type of release. Asterisk right there, because my review. I want to talk about that. Okay. But yeah, I don't want to interrupt you. No, yeah. The other biggest. So I'm not. I'm, I'm not going to interrupt you. <laughs> All right. Cool. I'm going to stop interrupting you. I say. I think <laughs> Dan Harmon. Dan Harmon. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Dan Harmon really delivers. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Damon. I'm all right, kidding. Okay. Right, last thing I did you well, see the did you see the debate? <laughs> last big thing I want to say about this album is how salty I am that the signed version of Damon Albarn and Jamie Hewlett is UK exclusive. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty upset. Is about that, that the whole thing of 2D holding that vinyl? Yeah, it's a signed. Signed by the two members. I see. So, yeah, you know, screw, UK the, only screw the UK. Dude, especially seriously. the rappers. Over yeah, there. I screw mean, the UK. Yeah, oh, yeah especially I, the all rappers. those guys. You know what? I'm not even going to pretend to hide it behind I don't like the accent and rap music or I just don't think the, they're all scared of it's, technology. I, I'm to... just racist against British people now. <laughs> That's who I am. Echo Echo. <laughs> Echo There's a certain user on a certain you know what? website. You know what? This caricature, I am that caricature. That's who I am. <laughs> So you're just full on admitting you're racist. I'm just, I'm racist against British people. Yeah, dude. They, nice. yep, they've been oppressed nice. for forever, man. I think you need to lay off. I mean, this their is British the Empire, I mean, come on. They barely had anything for a long time, man. They screwed us over with taxes, so I feel like I get a free ride here. They, there's one thing that they understand perfectly, and that's fear of technology. They do, they do understand mm. that well. You know what? I want to dig into this virtual band thing a little bit. Why has only after else done it successfully? Alvin and the Chipmunks. Plenty of people have done it. <laughs> successfully. The original. Uh, the for, original. Dude, what do you mean successfully? I mean like, Alvin and the Chipmunks. I mean a household name. Are we it's true? Nirvana are, will be a household name. Are you just about to go to, to the Japanese robot thing? Well, I can't go to Vocaloids. Yeah, I want to talk about Vocaloids because we've never talked about them. Other than the theory, which by the way has not been stated on the new show, they made Lil Peep. Pop Smoke, XXX Tentacion, all these people that are releasing so much post-mortem material, they're Vocaloids now. That's how they're doing it. Mm. Oh. They, like they programmed their voice. Huh? They're actually doing no, shows? No, 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 not shows. So what, what you do with Vocaloid is you sample a human saying every syllable in the language, and then you can make it seem like they're singing anything you want. Right. So so if I sample you saying every single syllable, then I can put those syllables in any order at any pitch and have it sound like Jake is singing Baby You're a Firework. How accurate. That's a perfect thing for Jake to say. It probably sounds like a robot. You can well, so that was true in two thousand five. As of twenty fifteen and onward, a lot of Vocaloid music sounds scary human. And when they're not trying to sound human and it's it's an experienced producer, it's on purpose. 
There, there is a whole suite of classes on vocal tuning that you can look up right now. That's all about making cut up syllables sound real. So, like they've actually vocaloidized XXX and Little Peep. I don't actually, know. This, this, is, oh, this is my fan theory, and I think there is a really strong case for it, just based on intuition. Man, I, I yeah, Damon so, Albarn should definitely dedicate, or, or excuse me, Dan, Dan Harmon. Harmon. He should, <laughs> he, he, he should definitely dedicate his life to to allowing 2D to become immortal. Now, let, mm. let, yes, oh, he should do that. But ooh, should he though? I think ooh, I think most good singers should be vocaloided as soon as they decide their career is over because the neat thing about vocaloid is that then it belongs to the people. Right? Well, you can you can you make anybody get, sing anything you want. Then you don't get cases like System of a Down where he's got this amazing voice in his 20s and 30s, but then when he's in his 50s he sounds like garbage yeah. and can't sing for crap. Damon, so. don't you want to be able to go home right now and write a new System of the Down track? Yeah. With like with 20, 30. Search Tankian. Well, yep. I don't know how it will work for metal because oh, like we're releasing really, vocaloids to, voc- like, to dude, everybody. Artists, That's what you want to do. I, I think. Well, we, yeah, I know we should have yeah. more artists vocaloiding themselves. I think with metal that that's probably the cap for that for vocaloids is there is a lot of vocaloid get, metal, but. Uh, is that's it, that's weird. I need to look into screaming, this. Vocaloid screaming. Yeah, yeah. So there's a, there's a trick that you can do where you like just play with the harmonics and the whisper factor, and then turn up the gain and compress it. You can make vocaloids sound like they're screaming, even though the original artist never recorded it. Huh. Interesting. It sounds actually pretty bad, but people do it. So. <laughs> no, 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 well, I, okay, so quick tangent. Okay, I went and saw Pee Wee Herman. No 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 and then he came out and he talked to us for an hour. It was it was, aw- it was actually awesome. You're making it seem like it was just you and him, dude. It, it was. It basically was, bro. <laughs> really? No, no, no. He he oh, came yeah. out though, and he 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 said he talked about this. He's like, I have been telling young, and, and you're not gonna like this because I know one of your things is to be optimistic and and wait this wait is wait. The one of Logan's things is to be optimistic. <laughs> well, yeah. He said he always claims that it's the best time to be an artist, even though I mean, there's strong arguments both ways because mm-hmm. accessibility i understand but then what peewee's bringing to the table here is also real because he he's like i tell young people don't do it he's like because i'm already practically replaceable they made a new movie with him and he's like you have no idea everybody you see is cg and they can recreate your voice and he's like they're not going to need us in like 10 years so mm. so be very careful with how you proceed with that that yeah. came from Pee Wee Herman. It's gonna take another at least ten years though, because y'all see that freaking Star Wars? Like they that is like the highest budget movie ever. And that guy that they tried to fully CG? Mm-mm. Who? Uncanny Valley. Uh the commander in That uh, Commander in, uh, in episode about, seven. No, he's talking about Or um, is it he, Oh, uh, Grand Moff Tarkin. Yeah, like they did yeah. the best they could, but like, bro, you can And tell. Leia, yeah, and Rogue yeah, One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Yep. You're like I, I agree. Well, and even more recently, freaking the Irishman, dude. Like, we're going off on this road, I guess, now, but instead of just hiring a new actor, they just hired Robert De Niro again. Yeah. They, made, they, would, rather, they would rather make Robert De Niro young than consider 
hiring a new actor, even though Robert De Niro literally plays a young Marlon Brando (laughs) in Godfather Part 2. They don't even get it. Like, we do that all the time. Like, Like, we're very used to just pretending another young actor is the... Robert De Niro's, one of his most notable roles ever was a young version of an actor, (laughs) and they didn't get a younger version of him for, like... That, uh, yeah, you know, that, maybe yeah, nobody that. else could do De Niro. Uh, I don't, <laughs> hey, I mean, I don't think so. And with you know, technology. maybe the movie was foremost an exercise in makeup and CG. This you know? actually, that's how it feels with this, most of these movies nowadays. Although that this this seems like a wild goose chase, it's really not because Gorillas plays in this this very world. Well, I like how Noodle is just straight up a woman now. Like yeah. that's just a thing that happened. Was she not always a woman? No. Oh yeah, Phase One She's dude, a kid, right? Phase One. Go and oh, look at Phase One Noodle. I was thinking gender, yo. <laughs> That's something. Else. I was. I, I, I was. <laughs> I thought you said woman, and I thought man, no, an like, adult. Woman. Yeah, I get it. You're saying yeah. age wise. I was also like, does gender? Noodle actually have a voice? Like, yeah, she's been a, talking in in the. They do like little oh, sound, the, sound bites. Oh, okay. She speaks Japanese. Go figure. Mm. Yeah. Go figure. I, Literally, the the lore is that she came over in a in a package. Let's let's just be like real with ourselves Japan. here. The gorillas art is pretty ugly. I don't uh, get why this I, stuff I, is I popular compared to anime girls and boys. I, I, I also no. disagree. It looks real bad. I, they all anime. look like haunted and weird and gross <laughs> line it. art. It, it, nope. it, it's literally... It's, it's everything bad about British television. It's <laughs> Looney Tunes meets... It's like a. It, it, he loves. Oh, it is not Looney. No, Tunes. he loves. He loves Looney Tunes. He draws his own older J- gorillas. Jamie Hewlett like- has his own. He on his Instagram. He has redone Daffy Duck and Bugs Bunny. He does it every once in a while, and like, yeah, no, he he does. But he's got this really twisted dark side to it. I like it. I I personally am on the side that I absolutely love the gorillas' art. In fact, sometimes like I love their art so much that it sometimes i'm not as focused on the music mm. um seriously love their art and like yeah. the, the song machine I, art that they've done has been killer just the fact that you said they should be anime instead they should be an <laughs> art style that is literally adopted by millions like there are millions of artists who all draw basically <laughs> undistinguishable anime characters yeah like no they should be those <laughs> no I, like i'm not saying that the animation those. accomplishments oh. haven't been anything like it's not it's interesting to see them in the videos but i never look at the gorilla's character designs i'm like oh boy i can't wait to see these things move <laughs> what <laughs> i mean you know it, it, if it's I mean, not your art style it's not your all art I'm style saying, the, but here's, like here's my one regret Murdo- so when you Murdoch. look at anime, you think I ca- I legitimately can't wait to see these things. Yeah, move? no, you see you see like a good <laughs> anime character design. You're like, you're oh, like, I wonder how it punches. Okay, here, no, I have a few things <laughs> to know? say from the source. I've heard, I've watched quite a few interviews with Jamie Hewlett. It's interesting. <laughs> Jamie Hewlett talked a lot more a long time ago. He doesn't talk like at all now. Yeah, he yeah. just like smokes and is silent. Yeah, now. but he, <laughs> he, he he used to talk oh, a lot. That's the life. And and I, and I liked. He had a theology. Like his theology was. He's like, the more like naughty a cartoon character can be, the more you like them always. Oh yeah, and he always pushes boundary with Murdoch. Yeah, Murdoch. Murdoch's always I mean, look barely, at- barely not naked. But Murdoch mm-hmm. has not in Song Machine. He's really screwed up, Murdoch. Because Murdoch usually, if Murdoch's done correctly, you should be mildly offended by his part in the video. Right? There's been none of that. I'm uh, like, I mean, a little bit. Who was that new guy they had from Powerpuff Girls? Oh, or whatever? Ace. Yeah, yeah. that was for the now now mm. the murdoch was in jail it was pretty fun to follow 
live. I didn't follow any of it. See, but that's the thing about gorillas. If you don't know, they have a deep enough fan base that if you don't know, if you're not actively learning about what's going on in the gorillas world, it'll just go on and you'll never perceive it. And which I think is kind of cool. It's like, if you want to know more about it, you can go and look into it. Yeah, yeah. no, but like to solidify the point for me again, love gorillas art. They make almost no mistakes with gorillas art, except there was one with song machine. I'm not a fan of that Robert Smith in the moon thing. Not a big mm, fan. I of understand that. that, but the video had some really good animation. I, I like, thought the Friday like the Thirteenth video. Freaking Russ Russell on that when he's turning. That yeah. is so good. That stuff. Friday awesome. the Thirteenth music video was a little bit thrown together. Yeah, a little. Jamie together. Hewlett was out on holiday. And Colors like, were kind of gross too. Colors were a little gross. I actually am not. I love the the album art. I love that organ with all the crap on it. The color of the organ with that turquoise, I'm actually not the biggest fan of either. And the clown head kind of... Yeah. Uh, yeah. They could have done without they, that. Because they have the four band members in the back anyway. Like, why? Have yeah. Like faded non- horribly over yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, <laughs> I, I, yeah. I honestly do think the album... I think the last three Gorillaz covers have been weak. Honestly. All three of them. Yeah, I, the Now Now was weak. That was me. Humans, humans was the worst. Humans is so bad. That's yeah. such a garbage if, album. Yeah. Tell you what. Tell you what. <laughs> Honestly, if you stripped back bad. a few components of the song machine organ and just had the song machine organ on that background, I'd be fine with it. Yeah. It's the fact that the thing itself is super overcrowded. There's mm-hmm. text all over the bloody place. And on top of that, Whoa. they put a low opacity, like fit, like yeah, the characters yeah. over it. Yeah. It looks bad. Well, I, I like the overcrowded thing. The overcrowded thing is gorillas. They, Honestly, they put stickers on everything. They've got pool yeah. balls. Well, no, and but blah, like, like, like Beach looks it, pretty yeah. and Demon Days is iconic. Now that I'm thinking about it, those yeah. are probably the only two like good album covers they have. Plastic gorillas, Beach is insane too. Like the album covers. That but, like, cover? The fall that and, thing is like uh, the, the size of this room oh really the plastic it's, beach, model? It, it's a huge sculpture but yeah i mean even gorilla self-titles is just like this weird cgi car that one's okay that one's yeah. okay it's all right yeah I, but but Honestly, this one now that i'm thinking about it their artwork is great but their album cover this this sucks. one <laughs> was particularly true, like i took one good photo and then graphic design is my passion <laughs> yeah, I know. yeah so yeah demon days and plastic beach shout out to being the only good gorillas album covers yeah i oh now now i like now now uh, i no, don't like dude, now, now. that that album cover actually turned Just me off from listening to tootie. what is probably like my favorite gorillas album honestly really i, yeah, still, I like I the think, now now probably think, the best i said uh plastic beach is my favorite but i honestly demon days is still my favorite i think nah i just Demon Days is where where Dan Harmon and and Danger Mouse were born. Now let's talk about Mm -hmm. Dan Harmon's features on this, because I want to pick into those. Because if you're going to put this many features on the album, now we can talk about how well utilized each of them was. There's 28. First off, Slow Tie killed it. That is one of the best Slow Tie features I have ever heard. Why is Slow Tie not in a punk rock band? I know. I agree. For real. Slow Tie has old, like... From the '90s, Dan Harmon energy, which is the he's song like, that has slow he time. really does momentary bliss. Oh yeah, and he just That's brings my that like song in the track. He has so that, that that like yelpy flow. Oh man, over it. Um, next up, Desolée. Great song. I've never heard of that singer before, but I immediately respect her. But let's talk about a little bit of abuse that happened. Because I think Dan Harmon, oh, much like boy. the person that we're pretending he's being, got a little abusive at Elton some point. Elton John and Black, that worked. Let's hear it, bro. That really that worked. worked. Let's hear it. There was a little bit of Mike Will made it abuse. On the song, uh, 
with the one with Kano. What's that one called? Dead Butterflies Dead or something? Butterflies. Oh, yeah. I liked that song. I love that, that song. That song has a trap beat in it. And Mike Will Made It is known for making some of the hardest minimalist trap beats in the game out there. He did like Ray Shrummer, Gucci Mane. He produced Black all Beatles, of the good bro. songs. Yeah, Black Beatles. He did Humble for Kendrick Lamar. Wow. On this song, I don't want to come across as a Fantano echo, but the claps and the super huge 808s are pretty garish. Compared to like the understated like Garish. Valley of the Pagans, you know, or like the or like the cool Desolet. Hold up, right? hold up. Explain what you mean by Garish. Garish. They're just way bigger than word. the rest of the track. Garnish. No, Garish. No, I'm kidding. Um, they, the the Garish? clap beats like it. It sounds like Honestly. they're literally playing a Damon out. Al- sorry, a Dan Harmon song, and then like they asked Mike Will made it to put all of the trap drums on top of it and not mix it in. I think I just have a problem with claps in songs in general. Like I feel like claps. I are think so claps would not like our new album. Yeah, uh, well, I think claps sorry, are guys. all right. I think claps I are know. all right. You probably wouldn't. Anymore. I get. I get what yeah. you're saying. I get what you're saying, but I like the song. I actually I, thought I, it was a cool. I, I, there's a good song underneath there. I'm saying that for all the other times where the he's incorporating 808s in a very tasteful way, the the drums, the Mike Will made it part on this track overpowers it so strongly. But I loved, mm. I loved, even if it wasn't perfectly. Because that's the other thing. Going back to what I love about Damon Albarn, this is like collaboration central, and so some of it doesn't have to work out perfect and that's part of the appeal to me of him and yeah so, but what are you so, doing putting Mike Will made it on like a jazzy feels but that's track. what was so cool I love the juxt- the juxtaposition of him singing what is Slow Tie doing on like a folk punk song Slow Tie has a very punk energy that I is mean, very understandable. I, I mean, black, say. black, Ish. and Elton John though. That was dude, also. I think. I think Chai that and JPEG Mafia, dude. That's probably well. The again, the deluxe out. Al- the deluxe is not part of the album. Oh, okay. So <laughs> my- to you. Huh? <laughs> oh, oh, hey, I, yo, I, Jameson said Pac-Man is amazing. Amen, Jameson. Oh, Schoolboy Pac- did kill Schoolboy it on that track. Killed it on that. Track. I don't even like ninety percent of Schoolboy features. I, I need, I'm just gonna say it. I think he's overrated. I need to generally. say this before before you lay into it. Potentially, I don't know what you thought but i will okay being a long time beck fan i will say this damon albarn got beck to sing in falsetto for the first time in 20 years that was some midnight vultures that's energy. what everybody's saying and you probably liked it because it's like got that whole anti-social media message i didn't care about the message i didn't know <laughs> I, I, I didn't know about it until fantano was talking about it yeah, i was dude. i was just listening to him like I like, uh, I like somebody, oh yeah do it somebody pointed Again. out it was like uh, he brought Beck's spaghetti lyricism back he's like Beck just sings straightforward songs now but there he's like going off about Cleopatra it, it was really great your, I haven't heard him eyes. do anything I mean the closest we have is wow but wow is like zany from a distance you know this was him like doing something that under the wrong context is incredibly cringy and I'm like Maybe go, it's so Vocaloid. I, go I think, Beck yeah it probably is the Beck Vocaloid yeah. but <laughs> either way pretty magical moment for our beautiful host here <laughs> where not only did he hear his favorite artist do a great collaboration but that same favorite artist redeemed a long time disgraced artist so yeah, yeah. 
From a I'm, personal perspective, I would be pretty excited about Valley of the Pegs. Yeah, I was, I was, imp- I was worried about it. But then when it came on, and then he went in falsetto, I'm like, there he is, man. I don't think a single song really disappointed me though. On this that Earth Gang like, song, I was not a huge fan. Yeah, don't worry, it's not part of the still, album, especially because <laughs> Earth Gang. When I heard the Earth Gang was going to be on there, Earth Gang is awesome. They've got this nice. I like their rap groupish energy. It's more boom bappy. I was like, oh man, Earth Gang's going to be awesome. And then I was like, what? I don't think that it was didn't even terrible, feel like an, it but didn't it's even not a feel, song I'm going to go back to. Yeah. It didn't even feel like it was Earth Gang, though. That could have been like anybody. Yeah. Like, I, I yeah, don't know. No, I, I agree. Like, I'm excited for season two, though. Oh, I yeah. hope so bad he gets cute. Wait well, a okay, so there's, Jake, there's, what's your point about your asterisk on the deluxe edition? All right. Well, thanks. Forever thanks ago. for. Yeah. <laughs> hey, good job. That's Sorry, why you know I what? said it. You know what? Sometimes when albums pick themselves, you got to run them through the whole roster. You know, oh, so this album the whole roster. Itself. So, so next week I, no, I'm just kidding. All right. <laughs> so all right. my thing was the deluxe is post momentary bliss. Okay. That's, yeah. that's the deluxe in there. There's the JPEG mafia song, but then almost all of it. It wasn't my favorite. Like I, 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 I that I, one, I think she's from Africa, the South African. Yeah, chick. yeah. That oh one yeah, oh yeah. Really okay, like that, that one. She she is on. So Damon Albarn did a project called Africa Ex- African Express. African Express. He went to Africa and he, I think West Africa or wherever you said she's from. South Africa. South Africa. Yeah, South. He went though, and he just found artists and he gave them a platform. Brought them all to London and he did a stadium one night stadium show with them. Recorded an album. She's on African Express. There's a song called Morals and she kills it on that one too. Okay, mm. you are right about that. Actually, that song is really good. And and the JPEG song head. is pretty good. I like that song a lot. I I'll need to listen. We to can't it again. give a pass to like I'm, five, three out of the five songs, and be like, my, my thing was, I, my thing was, post, three out of five. I mean, that's it was more experimental. Now, don't, now, don't get me passed. wrong. Like, I don't think that they shouldn't have done it. Passing grade because, like, I don't think that they shouldn't have done it. Okay, it was cool. It's a C minus. <laughs> it was experimental as frick, but like, my thing is, it just lost serious energy for me after yeah. momentary. Blues. I understand that. That that guys, that's a sixty percent. Are you okay? Oh yeah, the uh, three thing out is, of five is I not rather, a C minus. I would rather have a sixty percent bonus than no bonus. Yeah, what you don't understand? I, I would know. rather have a trim, nice album experience mm, nah. and not just slapping the what, deluxe what edition what of everything on Spotify. <laughs> have you ever, Damon? Have you ever personally tried to listen to Marvin Gaye's "What's Going On" on Spotify? Because let me tell you, that is a nightmare. Let, let, <laughs> I, let me ask I you. I listen to the first ten, and then I'm like, "Hey, this is the one that doesn't say you know live at wherever." Oh, and recorded like, hey, at the uh, the bonus yeah, edition. Exactly. Oh, we need fifty editions <laughs> of the same song. Hey, no, you don't. No, no, I realize the album. <laughs> And, and you know what it is? You know what it is? Is because the boomers in the music industry are like, oh, well, we can't put it out on a new platform unless it's a new release, and we can't make it a new release unless we add new hey, songs hey, and new hey. content. But to let it. me just go back to my point yeah. about Dan Harmon. Where, okay. Where I will, me personally, and I feel like a lot of the Gorillas fan base, they like his more indulgent stuff. He's always red pilled his fan base. He always blows their minds. He always puts stuff out there that the fans yeah. are like, what is going on? I think other on? than the fall, it's been a pretty consistently good 20 years. And so like the, yeah. he he's he forces you in a new direction and you just you listen to to those tracks and you go, this is like you were talking about Flume. This is just more indulgent Dan Harmon experimental corner that I'm intrigued by but don't have to love. 
you know, and then yeah, I, and that's fair, and that's why I was saying. I guess I I'm not going to take a stance on whether or not he should have done it. I'm just saying that does have a serious impact on the album experience. Yeah, those right. last couple of tracks lost. In their heat defense, for me. they released cassettes. They were mi- like mixtapes of all the like they they did an expansive release. Oh, of let's this. ruin every really good album experience by tacking on fifty billion live I, recordings. I, I don't feel that way yeah. just because I have the ability to just be like, hey, the album the album is done. I'm clicking out. What am I supposed like, to do? Make a playlist yeah, so that way I can actually listen to it again. Hey, I'm not hey, forced all, to listen to this with all of my experience of Antennas to Hell by Slipknot. Oh yeah. Let me dude. just say, <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, no. But honestly, like, real talk. Uh, and Justice for All Deluxe Edition oh, yeah. is like three hours long. Yeah. And every yes. time I listen okay, to it. But here's the thing. My just, top nine, first eight my top nine has that Panucci's Pizza album on it, and it has a bunch of lives on it. But you know what? Those live recordings are so important to the Good. album. Make it, a different, make it a different release. I disagree just, on that one. I, you can solve this very easily for me. Song Machine, Song Machine Deluxe. I think you can I'm also, happy. Uh, yeah. Okay. That's fair. Uh, I don't know. That's fair. Yeah. I I, yeah. I I agree with you. I, 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 mean, I agree with you. And, but I think that is how it was released, depending on how you listen to it. You know. So let's you be usually, fair. Do you usually listen to albums on shuffle or something? No, I oh. listen to them on loop though. Hey, wait. Oh, okay. I have one more interjection, and then we'll move on. But so. Like I listening said, to albums on shuffle is cursed we, and I will not we, no, it's just like, not always not always I, Panucci's Pizza again I only listen to that on shuffle because mm, it's like two and a half hours we long went, yeah. we, when we went to Demon Days Festival in California okay <laughs> no get this this is a good story yeah, right, okay. this is after the show we are at Maverick getting getting some uh, uh, slurpees <laughs> oh yeah you told me about and, this and yeah. guess who walks in Freaking unknown mortal orchestra. Yeah, his, his no, that's not their name. I don't know their name. It's, it, the, it's the brass, brass brass ensemble. No, no, psych uh, something psychedelic, psychedelic brass. brass. Yeah, it's the guys who did all who does all the brass work for Gorillas. So They're these are not on this album. I don't know that they are. They for sure were on Plastic Beach. So, but we're talking to studio musicians who've been in the stew with Damon Albarn, and these guys all just walk in. They're just like. Yo, where can I get some weed? You know where I get some weed? <laughs> and I'm like, no, nah, I don't know. And then he like he walks up to like uh, he 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 looks at he looks at the pastry aisle and he's like he's like cherry pie that is for me. You know, like so we're just in this maverick, literally just filling up our drinks by these guys. I ask one of them, I'm, I'm like, so you were in the studio when you guys recorded uh, Plastic Beach? And he's like, yeah. I'm like, uh sweepstakes i love sweepstakes it's a controversial but like i was like how did you guys come up with sweepstakes that song is insane nobody visualizes that song most def is just like on top just and like these brass line is like what the freak is going on and he's like damon albarn has got terabytes of demos and he just pulls them up and then we're all just kind of sitting around really casual and then somebody will go oh yeah I i think that's a cool one and then we just start working on it. So my point being, those last tracks at the end, I think you know you're getting a peek into that really how he works. 
and I, I just like, a terabyte. I, I mean, <laughs> you could you could have told us about Damon Albarn's method without snitching on his brass backing band, but <laughs> hey, man, that's what this hey, podcast. Have is you for. noticed they're not on this album? It actually is Unknown Mortal Orchestra, which no, I no, 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 that's a different artist. Yeah, different yeah, artist. But, yeah, that's I'm saying. It is different. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, oh, the, yeah. The band that I misspoke about is at, on this. Yeah, right. They are. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. But, but they're called like the psych, psychedelic, psychedelic brass. Something. Brass. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. They're cool for the record. I, you know I knew them? It, I the ones that it. you saw and talked to? Anyway, yeah. Go and <laughs> you know those guys you bought cheese danishes with? <laughs> go and listen to Song Machine, though. It's good. Double. I'll get fixed in post. Like this. Wow, that's trippy. Nice. Music news. Is that story making you mad or what? Logan, what story? Oh no no no! I was just I was trying to vibe at both tempos at the same time. Oh yeah, <laughs> Logan, what's the music news you were exposed to this okay, week? Okay, all right. So everybody sent in their top nines, which is pretty neat. It was great I was getting all of those from you guys. Dude, I was expecting nine underground hardcore. Nine people I'd never and, heard of. Yeah, and Liquid Swords, Low End Theory, yeah. OK Computer. Yeah. Man. yeah. So I ran some I ran some of stats on everybody's albums. Because oh, boy. It's not just enough to know uh, what are the albums that we like. I think it's also important that we understand what the greater internet thinks of our music taste. So... Oh, this is exciting. Oh, this is very this exciting. I did, I did uh, Jake's and Cody's no, Jake's and Cody. Yeah, I did Jake's and Cody's last minute, so I don't have your number written down. I think I remember where it was and where you placed, though. So what I did is I looked up uh, each of your albums on RateYourMusic.com and wrote down the score, and then averaged out what your score is. So understand what this means, Jake. Is that this is how <laughs> empirically good your music taste is? Yeah, okay. Also, the keep lower your score, also, the worse your music taste. Also, is. keep in mind that oh, uh, what's it, rate your music's highest ever is like low, like mid four. Right? No, 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 it's true. It's so, like four point three. So I right? have some extra stats here, right? So I'm gonna start off with Aaron, right? Oh. Uh, your highest scoring album is, of course, OK Computer yeah. at 4.2. To 4. get the 2, internet yeah, to the get highest. something out of 5 to 4.2 means that electioneering is a good song. No, it's not. <laughs> the, re- the reason it's not 5. I listened to it again today, and it's still good. The reason it wasn't a 5.8. That's a solid point eight for electioneering. What is that your is beef with strong. electioneering? It's It literally it's rocks. It's so out of there. It's just so... Like here's a bunch of cool space. Oh, he's not being sad about technology yeah, this exactly. time. <laughs> here's some here's a little break so you can headbang. He still is yeah. sad about technology. Electioneering, you know what that's about, don't you? <laughs> and then your lowest scoring album at a very high score for a low scoring album was Flume High This Is Flume at three point five seven. Which by the way is still Holy. a fantastic score. You went score. from four point two to three point five seven. That's it? That is yeah. high. That was Dude, I got my, I have Vessel on there. That was definitely the lowest. Dude, Aaron wins. Hold up. Let me see. <laughs> it, was yeah. it was sincere. It was sincere. All right, hold on. I'm up. surprised that Sea Change wasn't low. 
21 pilots uh rate your music i'm doing this on Ves- the fly vessel's right gonna be low because i'm surprised change. like i said all i have is your total i didn't get to do all the extra stats on him because i'm very lazy vessel is 2.9 yeah so that's about reference. what i figured uh Yikes, overall <laughs> oh, aaron no. when you when you average out all your scores an Aaron album, you have a music taste of 3.76, which means <laughs> you are in the top 500 albums ever on Rate Your Music on average. Epic. Oh, wow. Epic. Congratulations. So, ulti- yeah. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Guys, hey, wait. Can I, do, do I get a speech? Yeah. I wouldn't be here without the Nitwick family. I love you all. Um, Keep believing in me and believe in yourself too. Oddly enough, Strokes the New Abnormal was only point one ahead of High This Is Flume. I love that album. And people love that album too. So wow. uh congratulations, Aaron. You are a top five hundred album. <laughs> next up next up is me. Oh uh my lowest scoring album is Drake's More Life. <laughs> With a what? At 2.6. <laughs> oh, wow. Slam. That's lower than Vessel. That's it's, lower than Vessel. Yeah. I can't believe People that. People do not it's like more than life. Vessel. <laughs> Luckily, I briefly redeemed myself by picking, uh, let's see here, uh, Streetlight Manifesto's Everything Goes Numb, a ska album from the 2000s. Oh, I didn't realize that's what that was. Yeah. Because some of them don't have words on them i know we should have done the version with words almost all of mine didn't have words at 3.65 so my highest album is point set point zero seven points higher than aaron's lowest dang for reference uh unfortunately that puts me at a rate your music music taste score of 3.38 which kicks me out of the top five thousand albums Wow. wow so that that is unfortunately where i stand i'm I'm probably gonna be there too bro uh as far Jake, as far as you go, uh, I think you got like three point three or three point four. So we're about tied mm. relative to music taste. Yeah. Uh, Cody scored about as high as Aaron, or I think slightly higher. Yeah, all of those. Uh, but I did this like a few acclaimed, nights man. ago. Yeah, but he picked some obscure ones too, like Fear of a Blank Planet. Yeah, we need to formally know who's higher. But if we do, but need to finally, know. Damon. Had his, has an insane run. His highest scoring album is Mad Villainy at 4.2, 420 actually. America's <laughs> most blunted. Yep. Hey, put that in the jar. In but the luckily, Damon did actually pick an album that is somewhat low rated with System of a Down Hypnotize at 3.32. <laughs> wow. Great album. However, Damon unlike Aaron, has such a fantastic selection of music tastes, such as The Smiths, The Smiths, Rem, Automatic for the People, that Damon has a final score of 3.86, which cracks him into the top 200 (laughs) albums on Rate Your Music. Damon empirically has the best music taste out of everyone in this room. It makes sense. He does find everything off Pitchfork. Yeah. That's a no. It's a reverse. <laughs> All my music was on pitch. You you have scored a whole point <laughs> one higher than Aaron. That is- I thought you couldn't beat Aaron after doing his total. Yeah. I don't know. Thinking about it though. <laughs> Should have should have saved that you know victory yeah. speech. No, no, here's, I, here's, I'm here's still... the thing. Hey, no, no, no. Here's the thing, and I'm holding my mic right now. <laughs> What's the deal? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I'm I'm I'm. I'm human, you see. Uh. <laughs> Listen, Mr. 3.76, some of us, our favorite albums aren't liked on the internet, and that's very hard. Yeah, that is very uh. hard. 
<laughs> I I'm honestly still not too confident about that top nine. Like it's plagued me ever since I made it. Like the second after I said it in the chat, I was like, I don't know. I just think yeah, you can't think too hard about. Yeah, these it's yeah, yeah. Because those are just even, albums. Is I that your, is that to. your victory speech? No, I I'm, feel very I'm uncomfortable saying, with I'm my choice. I don't even. I I don't feel worthy of top two hundred album just because like. I don't even know if there's nine albums that I like that much right now. You're, like, you're making us even... look way too good, Damon. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I haven't even saying. finished exploring Dude. music, and my music taste is already better than all of yours. Yeah, <laughs> it actually just... makes total sense that we're close, though. It yeah. actually makes total sense. Yeah, it makes just, sense because you guys and, have the and worst. And I want to be clear. Yeah, we technically have the worst <laughs> taste in music. Yeah, yeah, we do. Uh, so, but, Jake, uh, if it's any consolation, this just means that when you and I are fighting about controversy and pretension, we come from the same you place know, of I, hatred. I, I feel a kinship with you, bro. <laughs> I, for the compared first to time, these two hey, pitchfork worshippers, hey, no, 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 I'm not. A, I hey, seriously hey. cannot stress enough that I went to all of Pitchfork's 10s and I was like huh yeah, well, all these albums I really like are on here and I've never visited this yeah, website before see, like, I, like I have to I have to it's an unfortunate it comes by it honestly it, yeah. <laughs> no I have to say I have to say like legitimately the things that I put on there are things similar to what Damon's describing like I've just found yeah you know seriously just, I just naturally I just naturally gonna... am attracted to the best music. No, just hey, out of nobody, nowhere. nowhere. Hey, 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 it wasn't the best music until Shut Logan's. Up, bottom feeders. <laughs> if you're a three point five, you can't come into this basement. You're not even top two thousand albums, <laughs> bro. You don't even rank. You don't even rank, bro. There are oh, there are movie sounds. Two thousand, take off a zero, bro. There are noise albums that rank higher than you. <laughs> Oh. That's actually super interesting, though. Yeah, but for the record, That's like fun. legitimately, I I I do just want to say it. I legit, I actually have spent no time on stuff like that. <laughs> it's just what I listen to. I, I just want to say, I just want to say, freaking rate your music caps at four point what three? Yeah, like and 4. like 2. most albums don't get below a two point eight or something. Most of that. them don't, unless if they're popular and they're disliked. Like so this more is like a one point. Vessel. This yeah. is like a one point six range. Like I don't know. Well, yeah, but that makes your three point eight six. I don't know. Quite man. a big victory, my yeah. man. My yeah, man. It does. What was Cody's? Cody was. I don't know. I did it on a Saturday night, but he was either just below or right at Aaron. So. Oh okay. Yeah. Makes sense. Both Just so you know, okay that's computer. well. The reason yeah. that I wanted to do it's these stats hitter, dude. was because the other day, uh, Jake was like, "Oh, I like Oliver Tree, so I can't have an opinion on Bjork." And I'm like, "We should quantify that. <laughs> we should now we should put quantified. numbers Here, here's, to what you can have an opinion on." Here, here's the here's now the deal. if you're below a 3.0, I mean, if you're below, <laughs> don't, even don't even talk. My poor sister, she did it too. She got like a 2.6. Yeah. <laughs> Because all she yeah. likes is like K-pop and obscure bedroom I, okay, pop albums. Okay, yeah. I'm sorry. You, you just dropped a nuke on me and now my brain's still trying to process. Here's probably what happened though. Honestly, <laughs> in high school, in high school, okay. this is number one regret of high school. Yeah. About to come out right here. No. Uh, I, I, I attached with OK Computer. And so in the era of time when, and, and it's still now, I'm always out for a new artist that's exciting. As a matter of fact, I found a few recently through a few friends that I'm pretty excited about, but OK Computer was kind of the first band that I found that was I mean, uh, Radiohead. That was my band that I, my parents didn't listen to them. 
I was listening to him and it was like, I'm in this thing now and this is my thing. And I, I, like, OK Computer and Radiohead is my starting point. So the fact that the internet for some reason favors OK Computer and like sounding things, that's Mm -hmm. how that happened. I guarantee that's how it happened. It's because I started at OK Computer. Starting with Radiohead will give you a path to your top 500 rate your music score. It will. Yep. It will. In fact, that's that's chasing a bag this week. No. But you did choose Beastie Boys Ill Communication among many other... Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Here, here are some top really high scoring albums that you chose. Uh, Plastic Beach, really high up. I like it. Uh, Peter Gabriel up. I'll forgive you for that one. Ill Communication... Pretty hard to get to there from the Radiohead radius. Hi, this is Flume. Also tough. Sea change, I also understand. Submarine actually was kind of low on the list. 3.6. It's good. But I'm just I'm just saying, you know, how did you accidentally end up liking all of the critically most acclaimed music? Uh, more than Aaron, I question Damon. <laughs> because Damon has said on this show, recorded, I'm just all about Pitchfork, man. <laughs> That was, so, <laughs> that was sarcasm. Last week uh-huh. when I said, mm. how can you say that this is a Pitchfork 10? That was completely satirical. <laughs> I did not mean that genuinely at all. Like, I was, maybe that's why it got so heated. Damon, like, Damon do, you, do, you, do you... Let me ask you a question. I did not mean Dam- that Damon, seriously. Damon, in this moment, what what's the hardest part of being a music podcaster? Probably... What? Talking to people with worse taste in music than me, dude. <laughs> These peasants. Quantifiably worse taste in music. I'm just saying, you guys are getting awfully defensive of having scored so high, so... I'm just trying to say that how I got there is because I started at OK Computer. No, no, no. I, I get it. You can take your prize, although I will continue to think it's very funny that you gave a victory speech before we even read Damon's results. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, yeah. Damon yeah. should give a speech. I don't regret my speech. I, well, I started at... Doolittle by Pixies, which is probably top 50, and Discovery by Daft Punk, which is probably top 100. Yeah, those are both so, really good. Yeah. I like yeah, both I those know. albums I, I start. I started I at Metallica St. Anger. I started. <laughs> I literally <laughs> did. <laughs> I, I literally <laughs> did. Oh, man. Oh, that yeah. is a low. See, if the, if the roots are good, the tree will bear fruit, <laughs> but if the roots are 21 <laughs> pilots. You know what? You know what? That's, that is interesting. Shut up. You scored less than me on your lowest oh, album. I, oh, I know. All right? I know. If the roots are Drake, the fruit will be bad. <laughs> That's an interesting question for people it's like what's the first album that you were into that was not influenced by your parents saint anger it really was discovery by daft punk seriously street well and demon days that'll tell you where you end up that'll tell you a lot about where you end up yep and solidly is a (laughs) 3.3 i mean i mean i started at freaking saint anger now i listen to future bass and midwest emo that's not i mean i guess and i feel like it's what you get recommended like if i'm listening to pixies and, uh, you know, somebody recommends me Radiohead, like, they're going to recommend me things similar to Pixies, which are also high up. They're not just going to be like, oh, you like Pixies? This is Check how out- the rich stay rich. <laughs> no, I'm, this, but is. I'm like, this is why we have wealth inequality <laughs> in America. Lo- Logan, saying, like, we're going to have to team up for the first time in our lives. Like, oh, you like <laughs> yes. Pixies? Here's some, like... Like this, this big is, crush noise. It's like no. Like I'm gonna get recommended. Hey, you like Radiohead. you like pixies? Will you like anime rap? Exactly. So it's like I've stayed in the pixies. This, this is how the rich stay rich. Types though. in types in yeah. do little 
Pixies, did you mean Oliver Squiggle Burnout? <laughs> yeah, yeah. As a matter of fact. You would think, you would think, because empirically, I think all these albums are on the same playing field. I think Oliver's Burnout deserves to be in the conversation absolutely as much as Daft Punk. But for but, some reason, the music industry has decided that my taste is empirically worse than Aaron's. Yeah. But, well, well thank for heavens me, for that. My- <laughs> <laughs> Thank heavens, indeed. I'm like, so glad we can keep giving money to these sad British people. Yeah. Well, I think my Daft Punk Gorillas thing was really at the beginning, and that all through high school, seriously, all through high school, was Green Day, Pixies, the likes of which, yeah. like, I don't know. And I just, rock. I just want to say that, like, I'm not even doing that bad compared to people that are like still listening to Katy Perry. <laughs> You know what, what I mean? Low, low, low life. <laughs> low life. Oh. Mere muggles. Mere muggles. She, may, she makes Drake look like Radiohead, I'll say that. Really? It's that bad, huh? Well, there, there are a few genres, um, like like dance rap, like Pitbull and stuff. Oh, yeah. If you oh, like yeah. that type of stuff. Rate your, rate your music, it's culture. <laughs> just inherently hates some genres. And metal is, some types of metal are one of them, but the big one is like pop rap. They really yeah. hate Pitbull. I understand that being. Yeah. So there. if you are like, I really like Kesha and Pitbull and stuff, then like, dude, I'm looking like Damon's <laughs> looking at me right now, like you trash. <laughs> Honestly, though, oh, Pitbull gets too much time at Spirit Halloween speakers. Oh, I, I, do you get, to me more, you get fireball? I, do you get fireball? I get fireball. I get. Oh, he's going just, down. I just hear oh, yeah, yeah Timber. Yep. I hear too much of Mr. Worldwide, and I'm saying this with a three point <laughs> what seven? No, no, no. You're very qualified for whatever take no, you're yeah, about to make. Yeah, 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 just as, say it. Just as say a three point seven average. You're a three point eight. By the way, garbage. Three point nine if you round up. <laughs> what was it? Three point eight six. Oh yeah, yeah. Three point nine. Three point nine. Pitbull sucks. This is law. We we, <laughs> we, we now all know exactly. who we are. We all know who we are. Yep. We know who you are, and yep. we are listening. We know who you are, and we are listening. <laughs> I take right. back everything I said last week about Bjork. I should not have crossed Damon. <laughs> well, I just I want to make it clear swine. that really was sarcasm when I was like, "This is a pitchfork." Oh, I, I know. I, I don't know. know if you understood that. At no, the no, time. no. I did, but you right. you do still say that you find your music off Pitchfork. No, I. <laughs> I, find it, I find it pitchfork after I had already listened to it. Oh, right. Okay. So pitchfork follows you. Yes. Yeah. yeah. As yeah, a 3.9, no, he options. is the taste maker. Yeah, he is the one. Do you think he was giving out five stars to these albums before Pitchfork could even write an article? Before they were even an entity? Uh, had their own building? I bet you no. your score is higher than Fantano's. Probably oh, is. Yeah. Probably is. Yeah. Fantano? Oh, Never I wonder about that. <laughs> Who's that guy? <laughs> but like, no, probably I, another I, one of those 3.6ers. <laughs> yeah. Always trying I to actually, come up on our tail. No, am I actually crazy? Am I crazy or did, didn't you legit say you have a cue I, I actually did. and it's all based on Pitchfork? Well, no, I, I do want to listen to all of Pitchfork's 10s. But that doesn't mean that's the only place I go to for <laughs> my luck music. With Fiona right. Apple. <laughs> but yeah. like, yeah, it's like if I'm if I'm really feeling it, I'm just like, I'll take another one off what they give tens and stuff. Yeah. But that's not the only place no, no, I go. No, no, but for, for, for music philosophy, I think we already covered the segment, but my point is we found the segment without even introducing the segment, and, and what we discovered is this is how the rich stay rich, and and we all need to worship this low, is, this Damon. This is how forward. music elitists stay music elitists, yeah. because they're fed this never-ending stream of content that matches their 3.9 sensibility. All I'm saying <laughs> is I have the highest score, but I'm also the youngest one here by... 
what, I didn't trust eight years or something? Oh, we all know that g- growing no, older I, makes your music taste worse. No, you're I the young, you're younger music. here by like two years. <laughs> I know that was you're, a joke, you're like, uh, <laughs> I was like, you can't be serious. All right, all right. Hey, you're what, 23? Yeah. Last okay. week, four years. Last week, That's a lot of time. We were robbed. We were robbed of of a chasing oh. bag segment by it was it was self introduced as a lifeline. But now I want to hear it. Uh, sample packs. Let's talk about sample packs. Let's Logan. talk about sample packs. This is a collaborative chasing a bag. Unless you had it, but you oh, also do had I? news. No, no, oh, no this no, is no, a no. collaborative. No, we're sample talking packs. about sample yeah. packs. That, okay. That's how you base yeah. that chat. All right, go ahead. I got for a Christmas gift, 2013, from my uncle. Toxic dubstep sample pack. Nice. <laughs> That's a, okay. that's a classic. That's the toxic 808 right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. That was freaking epic. It had three guys with gas masks on the front, and it was the coolest thing in the world. Yeah. Literally the coolest thing in the world. He couldn't have gotten me a better gift. So all I'm saying, find the cool genre, make a sample pack, and some uncle slash aunt is going to buy it for their niece slash nephew. Seriously. Sample packs are... However, we are phasing out of the SoundCloud series. Era, so I don't know if I'm speaking a little boomer on this. See, one. I, I don't think it's as, as irrelevant as you make it out to be, right? You have people like, and Aaron has not heard me shut up about this since we got back on Grief Gang, but like Kenny Beats has a way of working that he said he learned from Skrillex, and Kenny Beats is informing all the big producers out there right now because he's giving you the drip, right? Kenny Beats. Skrillex told Kenny Beats, who also learned from Reed Stefan, who also learned from this whole other network of YouTubers that are teaching the producers that are big in the game right now, right? That came up with that type of stuff, the internet monies and all that. Here's how they work, right? Skrillex or Kenny download terabytes of sample packs. We're talking on the mass, like... A ton of their money, lots of it goes into studio equipment, but because making electronic music isn't that expensive, they pour a lot of that money back into sample packs. And here's what they do. They open up Ableton, and they do a control-find snare. They do a control-find dub noise. Control-find weird vocal. Did he just call it a dub noise? Well, that's what they'll call them. That is packs. what they called. You, yeah. the wolf, you know? Yeah. Interesting. Uh, and here's the deal. Because they have terabytes of samples, they never use the same sound twice. And because they also have so many to choose from, they can always pick the sample with the most drip. You know? So that way, Skrillex isn't coming <laughs> out being like, oh boy, yep, time, to use, time to use the vengeance <laughs> snare again. Skrillex can go online, find these billions of sample packs, because honestly, you kind of missed your wave if you want to make money off sample packs. 2013 was the time. Yep, that's what I was... Skrillex can go in, never use the same snare twice, always provided by a different artist providing a different sample pack. And so that type of variety is one of the reasons why it's one of the best times to be an artist right now is because you have everybody trying to give you the building blocks to craft your sound on whatever you're trying to go for. At the same time, game is also a little crowded right now. But if you got good drip, people will find you. So are you are yeah. is your advice then to make sample packs or to use sample packs? Both. I actively people are always like taking in sample packs then uh usually like flipping older packs by modifying them. So a really classic example um is like the 808 snare, 
right? Or the original Zaytoven snare. People are making money off of sample that Zaytoven sold because they applied a set of effects to it that happens to match what the scene is like right now. Yeah, that's what and I was thinking. Like, they probably didn't record a snare ever. Right. They're just Honestly, adding effects I on don't, top of effects. I don't feel end. like that many people right now... Okay, I mean, obviously, there are people doing it. I'm not saying there are none. Yeah. But there are not that many people recording sample packs right now i feel like a lot of it is modification of pre-existing there actually is a really surprising demand for it so on on kenny beats's live streams he talks about the people there's one guy out in boston whose whole deal is just he records 50 style jazz music and makes it loopable for producers to use in lo-fi hip-hop and this guy clearly makes a check because he's like, oh, dude, these ba- these packs have so much drip. Like, you click through them, and it's like you went and sampled a 50s jazz song for yourself, but he gives you the stems, he gives you the means to work with it. Like, And in that way, that's also kind of cool, because it means even if 50s jazz isn't what's relevant right now, there are people who are flipping 50s jazz to make what is relevant right now, yeah. which is how you can cut in your bag on their bag. Okay, yeah. So, But I'm saying, like, I, w- I was specifically talking about drum sound. It's like drum sounds. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, man. Like, how, what much more can you do? I I think it's like, still happening. Don't underestimate like the different tones that people. It's like pianos. How many piano sample packs are there? But when Nils Fromm drops a new one, the Noir versus the Unicorda, right? They have such different characters that it's kind of worth dropping a hundred dollars on a piano that just sounds dope out of the box. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's a big game. Yeah. It is. It's huge. And, I, and I, wonder, I think that especially if you're more of a scientific mind and less of a creative mind, then recording and sample flipping can be a really good hustle for you. Yeah, that's fair. Or you could be like Flume. Frickin' mix them. Make, mix, make them he favorite. definitely is sound design king. Well, and you can do that, but here's the deal. For the people that want to do it, they can. For the people that would rather worry about other things about their track... They don't have to. It's like, you know, we just finished up Grief, right? How many people just download type beats from the internet and rap over those? Yeah. But here we're like, we want to take this vertical approach because we, I, I personally, I think it's cool to make your own beats and then rap over them. I, I, yeah. Don't get me started on singer songwriter because I do think it is cool to write and produce top from the bottom up. Yeah. Anyway. So wait, you guys are coming out with an album? Yeah, Halloween. Do it for a Halloween album. It's gonna week? it's gonna be pretty. No. no, it'll be a bonus episode at most. What if I choose? If you want to bring it, <laughs> bring it. If you listen to the album front to back and feel strongly enough about it that you want to talk about it, I will talk we'll, about we'll it. We'll drop it in the uh, chat though. It's gonna be pretty lit. Not gonna even Halloween. All right, all right. Grief gang for those for our one fan listening, Jameson. Um, go type in grief gang. Okay, <laughs> don't yet do it on Halloween when we have the yeah, new yeah. drip with our new release. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll see. It's you guys releasing merch too. Oh yeah, dude! I wish it's huge. Dude, we should Patreon <laughs> should. slash grief be... gang. It's it's. I will be... I will have money again once Spook... I finish college for real. <laughs> Spook tapes vol three. Okay, Halloween twenty twenty one. Let's do merch. There has to be merch. Let's yeah. do merch. Yeah. Okay. All right, bop of the week. All right, um, drum down mambo by Weathen. All right, Weathen dropped a new album this last week. Um, drum down mambo featuring Josiah. Wow, this song <laughs> just, just on that track. Uh-huh. It has some mad energy on it. Yeah. Like the first time I heard this album, I just am like, kind of. Weathen has some bangers, 
But then Weathen also kind of has some stuff that I'm just like, like he's never had a very good solid release. Mm. Like when he actually, like he's good at single tracks, but like album experiences, he's not good at it in my opinion, really. But the new album, Fantasy, first off, album art's sick. Second off, I was like, you know what? This is actually not bad. But specifically, Drum Down Mambo starts with this like nice Puerto Rican jazz definitely recorded like 70s very nice and then it just drops into this beat that josiah raps over that is very 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 hype so anyway great song i've been listening to it a lot this week josiah has been on the edge of blowing up for like years now yeah we we almost want to put him in the mainstream but just nobody's yeah, quite I, I, put you know, there. You know yeah. what, what is somebody with taste like? You know, somebody with elevated taste. Like well, Damon. Jake and I da- can't. Jake really, and I yeah. can't do anything. Damon's yeah. really Damon the kind of guy. I'm, I'm talking to other bottom feeders. <laughs> I'm talking. I'm actually talking to Logan right now. <laughs> Thank you. You should go listen to it. <laughs> I will. I will too. Although I find it hard to forgive Weathen for putting Oliver Tree on the map. Oh, forgiven a hundred times over. I'm grateful for it. <laughs> All right. So Damon. is Bjork. So is Bjork, All who right. we will put in the same <laughs> sentence. Um. Oh yeah, that's right. I forgot. Um, grateful for that tech zone by by Damon. Very it's, grateful it's, for that it one. Saved us. That could have been bad. Um. Probably Black Math by White Stripes. Uh, can't go wrong with White Stripes. Yeah, Elephant is an album I listened to a lot in high school. Well, yeah, high school nationally, meaning ninth grade, uh, junior high in Utah. But uh, yeah, Black Keys. Black Keys, White Stripes, and Weezer were intro. Not me. bad. Good. good should have been song. a gray something or other in there. White Stripes. Yeah. I need to go back and listen to their early, like their first couple albums. I've, yeah, I've never given. Great. Yeah, I haven't given it proper attention. She's his sister. I will say, Elephant is one of those albums <laughs> that's like almost like it doesn't have a single bad song until the last song. Like it's true that we love one another. I hate that song so much. Like, it's seriously, I wish that song wasn't on the album. Cause just because it, it's a love song. It's no, just because. No, I'm kidding. Listen dude. to it. Like, it's seriously, you're getting like this hard garage rock freaking in this song, Black Math. And then you go and check out It's True That We Love One or one Another or like Each Other or something. And it's just like this quirky, like, uh, like, I don't know, flirty little acoustic song. Yeah. Like, supposed to be humorous and stuff and it's like i hate this yeah so, i don't know yeah it's a shame that albums have to do that sometimes <laughs> but whatever yeah early early white stripes so that's solid all right logan i don't even know why you guys want to hear anything from me i'm just a lowly i really lowly don't i'm listening I, i'm over here listening. <laughs> i really want to i want you to just go so i can go so I can yeah, yeah all right you know what, let's drink let's, out of the way let's just get this over with <laughs> uh this band is uh just barely above my Spotify monthly listeners threshold at a little at a cute little four thousand they make what I would call uh very aggressive shoegaze music mm. where it has a lot of those drowning guitar tones and and reverbed vocals but the music is still very punchy mm-hmm. it's still very direct with what it's accomplishing not like loveless which I feel can get a little navel gazy. Yeah, uh, that album is, it's like just no longer cool to me. I don't know. You don't like Loveless anymore? It, it's good, but like it gets old qu- pretty quickly, I feel like. Yeah, I, I far more appreciate Loveless for putting me onto other shoegaze. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm now interested in other shoegaze, but 
it it did its job, I guess. I don't cool. Know. And now that we have a 3.9 on board, I'm sure that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but the song is called Dread I'm the Snow. I'm ready to allow my ratio to fall <laughs> with shoegaze. <laughs> Isn't that, uh, don't worry. Rate your music likes shoegaze. Uh, but the song is called Dread, your, Dread the Snow by Infinity Girl. And it's just got one very heavy but entrancing guitar riff that plays for like the whole two minutes and 30 seconds and drums that match a little too much with the guitar you know like it's cool when the instruments play the same rhythms but the drum is like literally just kick and snaring alternating what the guitar is and normally i don't like that but it makes it feel very hypnotic um huge fan of the track it's another one of those like that eve tumor that i suggested last time that's can come and go if you're not really paying attention, but oh, what a perfect two minutes it is! So I'll that is my rack. I, uh, for me this week, uh, a new artist. Don't know much about him. John Moz, Misty. Oh. Josh Misty, M A U S Moz. Josh Misty is John now Moz. my internet. Oh, oh. Rock. Dead Mal Five. Ooh. Yeah, it's it's Dead Mal Five without the five. Dead Mal Five. Oh, it's John Mal Five without the five. John Mal Five. John Mouse. Yeah, is that how you'd say it? M A U S. Would you say mouse or Moz? I'd say mouse. I'd say Moz. All right. M A U S. But but we we don't. <laughs> you know, us three point threes don't <laughs> we, really know what we, we're talking we, about. <laughs> Did you guys even learn how to read and write? <laughs> I mean, Clearly, on. you don't have an education oh, if yeah, OK Computer isn't like, in your top nine. Trying to tell us oh, how to man, pronounce things. Gave, just, gave, just stay in your corners. We right? gave Damon oh, so man. much power. How are we ever going to get out of that? Oh no! You have almost as much power. I, I, I will not hear know, you complain. I I, look, I'm Aaron is I, vice president for sure. I'm voice. I'm voice of the people okay i listen to the bottom feeders (laughs) all right that's a mistake i I translate your words into words that he can understand no okay dead 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 so much hidden social commentary (laughs) on this one dead mal five minus the five except john so john mal five minus the five minus the five (laughs) He's got a song called Do Your Best, yeah. and it's super cool. It's like, ah. Uh, is it uh, at least a 3.7? So it, it's like, it's like, it's like. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm not listening. It, yeah. it, it sounds like uh, classic punk when it when it went to the 80s. Mm. Kind of like The Cure, maybe. But like, this mm. is super. Goth? Yeah. Goth rock then? Yeah, but it's super. This, this particular song is just very mellow. So it's got that kind of almost. It sounds 80s. But it's it's the it, it's like a punk song. The way the guy sings on it, he just deadpan, low voice, all reverbed out. It's a good song. It's a really good song. I like it. Basically, reverb is the best thing of all time. Basically, all right. Yeah. We're gonna catch you next That's week. That's my Nitwicks. opinion. As could a we lonely. add? Could we add Spook Tapes Volume One to rate your music and then give it a perfect five and beat OK Computer? You can, but you need to have like. Wall. That's the thought of a bottom feeder. <laughs> <laughs> we can beat OK Computer. <laughs> Listen to them talk amongst Listen. themselves. <laughs> Squabble <laughs> amongst them. <laughs> No, but like it, it probably goes based off of amount of votes and that. Huh? Yeah, it's, it's yeah. there are a lot of votes for OK Computer. Yeah, like <laughs> right. that's that, never that, been that that the, first I was serious just, album. The, I was just coming up with some troll physics. International Internet Cafe podcast. We're signing off. We will catch you next week. I don't post no threats on the internet.
I just post my low album scores.